0: Welcome to the Daniel Yoris Podcast. Today, I'll be talking about why fat loss should not be your training goal and how training for strength will get the job done. Let's go. Of all the misconstrued fitness advice that's freely available online, I think the thing that has most benefited trainers all around the world is the idea that exercise somehow induces weight loss. Now, hear me out here for a second. I think the reason that it's helped trainers so much is because... It drives so much traffic to trainers and so much business in terms of people who are looking to lose weight and lose body fat will turn to a personal trainer or fitness in general as their first method of the thing that they need to do to lose weight, which is certainly not wrong and it's certainly not a bad thing. However, like I always say with most of these sort of myths and ideas is that they're not untrue. They're just not the whole truth and no one is lying to you. Nobody is trying to harm anybody. It's just not the whole picture. In order to lose weight or body fat, the only thing that must happen is that you must be in a caloric deficit, which means that you must be consuming less calories than your body is utilizing. Yes, exercise uses more calories than just sitting on the couch or you know not exercising. However, the amount that you would have to be exercising in order to bring yourself to be in a deficit would be an astronomical amount. And we go back to the old saying, you can't out-train a bad diet. Now, don't get too excited and think that what I'm going to sit here and tell you today is about how you should stop exercising if you're trying to lose weight. That is certainly not what I'm trying to get at here. But what I do want to talk about today is how exercise is actually related to fat loss, how the different types of training actually have effects on fat loss, and why strength training specifically is what you should probably be spending most of your time and energy doing in terms of your training aspect of your fat loss goals. I want to start off by defining what I mean about training for fat loss. So those words themselves means that the goal of the training is fat loss. Now, training can certainly contribute to fat loss by simply burning calories. However, you can't burn fat. And so all of the workouts that you see, fat burning this, you know, fat burning diet, fat burning exercise, fat burning workout, you can't choose to just burn fat. When we move our body, when we train our muscles, whether you're lifting weights, whether you're going for a run, whether you're doing CrossFit or gymnastics or playing a sport, you are training your muscles. You cannot train your fat. Fat doesn't do anything except for sit there in our body. It's a store of energy. It has some immune system functions and hormonal responsibilities, but it doesn't produce movement. It doesn't produce any training effects. However, when we are lifting weights, playing sport, whatever. We're using our muscles to actually accomplish that task, and the muscles are what's being trained. You simply cannot train your fat to do anything because, again, it does nothing. So by definition, you cannot actually train for fat loss. You can train. Fat loss may occur, but that's not what you're training. So I just really want to hammer that home because that is the base of everything else that I'm going to get into today. There are endless ways in which one might lose weight including or excluding exercise and utilizing any type of diet that you might think about. there. You want a keto, vegan, carnivore, high carb, low carb, you know, whatever diet you want, they all function by achieving a calorie deficit. So for example, keto is something that probably you're familiar with where it's a very high fat diet and a very low or no carbohydrate diet. By removing all of the carbohydrates from your diet, you are removing a whole lot of calories from your diet and therefore inducing weight loss. So yes, you can certainly lose weight without exercise. We've seen that many times. It doesn't mean that that's what you should do. Maybe for you specifically, that will work better for you. I don't know your specific situation. However, for most people, including exercise and an intelligent nutrition plan is the best way to go about it in terms of Efficiency and just overall effectiveness, speed, and overall life enjoyment. One other thing I want to define quickly before getting more into it is the concept of body fat percentage. Body fat percentage is simply the percentage of our total weight that makes up the amount of fat that is on our body. If two people both weigh 100 pounds, one person is 10% body fat, the other person is 30% body fat, person A will carry 10 pounds of fat on their body, person B will carry 30 pounds of fat on their body. Both of them weigh the same, but both of them have different body compositions because one of them has a higher percentage of their mass as fat. Now, when most of us talk about weight loss, what we are really talking about is fat loss. The reason this is important to understand, and I'll come back to it in a little bit, is that when we are losing weight, losing body fat, we want to be able to maintain as much muscle as possible. We don't simply want to just shrink unless you are very obese. Then yes, we just need to shrink in total. but for most of us, you just want to be losing fat and be able to keep as much muscle as possible. Keeping as much muscle as possible is going to give you that tone, long, lean look that you're looking for. It doesn't mean that you're going to be super muscly and look super jacked, unless that's what you are aiming for, because those things don't happen by accident. If you're aiming for that, yep, you'll get there. If not, certainly not going to happen by accident, but we always want to be able to maintain as much muscle as we can. So, if fat burning is not a direct effect of exercise, why do you need to work out at all? Well, the body needs a reason to keep as much muscle as possible. The body is a very smart, a very intelligent machine. Think about your body like a business. If calories are the resources or, you know, cash flow. When cash flow is scarce, the body has to remove the costly things. Now, muscle is energetically costly. A person who has a higher amount of muscle mass is going to require a larger amount of calories simply to survive and maintain their body in the shape that it's in. So when resources are scarce, when calories are in a deficit, the body needs to survive somehow. So it's going to look to keep everything in balance. The body likes to resist change. Muscle, again, is energetically costly. So it's easy for the body to just let that go if it's not given a reason to hold on to it. Fat, on the other hand, is a store of energy. Your body doesn't know that you're trying to lose weight. It just knows that it is being deprived of energy, of resources, of calories. And so it's going to start taking from those fat stores to keep itself running. And this is how weight loss essentially happens. In the meantime, though, the body is trying to lower the amount of calories that, bo- that it requires to survive. And by letting some muscle go... It's essentially cutting the cost down, you know, firing the, the the unneeded division of the workforce to keep the ship running. This is of course, a little bit of an oversimplification, and it's not that cut and dry. However, it is the case that our body is not just going to hold on to muscle for no reason. So in the absence of sufficient resources, we need to give the body a reason to keep the muscle. Now, how do we do this? Well, strength training and exercise is using our muscles. And that gives the body a reason. You've heard of the use it or lose it principle. It certainly, it certainly applies here, where When the muscles are being stimulated through exercise and through movement, then that's sending a message to the body that, okay, these things are being used and we have a need for them. So we need to kind of shore up the defenses. Like that's not the part of the company that is, that is lacking or that's not being utilized. It's like if you never train your legs and you only train upper body, well, why would your body put any resources into increasing your leg muscles? It doesn't, it doesn't know that you look silly by not training your legs. It just knows that, oh, we don't really, we don't really need those things. So I'll just stop supporting it. Strength training is going to send a message to the body that, hey, these muscles need to stay. We need to keep this. We need to hold on to it. But the body also does require resources to actually be able to do it. You can't sustain something off of nothing. And this is where having an adequate amount of protein is more important in a fat loss diet or fat loss phase than it is at any other time. Because again, we're trying to hold on to as much muscle as possible. So you can think of your training or your exercise as the message to the body that, hey, we need to keep this and then eating a sufficient amount of protein is supplying the body with the resources, albeit scarce overall, but giving it the most important resources to hold on to that all-important muscle mass. Now, commonly you'll see that, you know, hit workouts or really high rep workouts or tons of cardio are the most recommended things to do for fat burning workouts again especially the HIIT workouts people love to hammer at home fat burning this fat burning that and again just doesn't work like that now getting sweaty getting out of breath doesn't mean that you're utilizing more calories and again that's what matters so you know you don't sweat out your fat it's just not how it works otherwise why would we ever work out we would just all sit in a sauna and we'd all be shredded and this same kind of logic applies to cardio to an extent and to workouts that have like super high repetitions Because again, you just get sweatier, you get your heart rate up more, and and there's the thought that, oh, well, if I'm breathing heavier, then that contributes more to fat loss. And you know what? Maybe in a single bout of exercise, it burns a touch more calories, but a negligible amount. However, this is still not burning fat. When you lift weights, you are training the muscles. When you are doing a cardiovascular workout, you are training your cardiovascular system. Again, Just because you're sweating more doesn't mean you can train your fat. It's not just burning fat. It doesn't just melt off you the way that it's marketed. When we train for strength, and by strength I actually mean getting stronger, not just strength training or resistance training in general. I mean specifically training with the goal of being able to produce more force and lift more weight. When we do that, we're sending a large amount of stimulus or messages to the muscles to say, hey, I need to be here. I need to stick around. Let me." be here while we're reducing costs we're cutting costs we're cutting calories let me stay aside from the physical benefits of training for strength i think there's also a large component of the mindset of training for strength during a fat loss phase rather than just training with fat loss as the goal now fat loss overall as um something that we're chasing is mentally more difficult than it is physically so the process of actually losing body fat is quite simplistic. It's obviously not easy, but it's quite simplistic. Eat slightly less, keep moving, and it's going to happen. Rather than trying to get really strong or really big are a little bit more difficult physically than it is to, again, be on a fat loss phase. Now, the difficulty with fat loss is actually sticking to it. It's slow. It's hard. You're depriving your body. Your body is, is eating itself. Being in a caloric deficit is a controlled starvation, if you will. And so it's, it's tough on the, on the mind. And when we're always thinking about, Oh, I got to work out, got to burn fat, got to burn fat. It becomes daunting and it can really, really take over. And then there's only so much that, you know, one can take. Eventually you're going to crack and then you, you binge and you give up. Then you're, worse off than when you started. And then it's just an endless cycle of this forever chasing this fat loss. So I think that when you start training for strength, we flip it to a positive where I'm I'm going to lose fat in the process, but really I'm going to the gym. I'm trying to get stronger. I'm trying to hit a new PR. I'm trying to improve my deadlift, improve my squat, my bench, whatever it is. And again, I think this positive shift really goes a long way in terms of keeping us consistent, keeping it fun, and just kind of keeping us sane while we're while we're doing this controlled starvation to get this fat loss result that we're really chasing. And I think that this is really important. I know a lot of people, it's tough to view exercise as something that is fun or enjoyable. And many of us have turned to exercise because of a ne- of a negative emotion. So we think that we're overweight or that we're weak or that we don't like the way we look. And so exercise is going to fix that. And sure, it, it may, but that's not what keeps it sustainable. That's not what keeps you in the gym for five, 10, 20, 30 years. When we start to frame exercise as something that is positive in our life and something that we enjoy and something that is adding to our life, that's when we can really make it a habit, really keep consistent and continue to improve and enjoy the whole process through and through. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I will always, always say that it is consistency that is the most important thing above all. You can have the perfect methods. If you don't follow them, they will not help you. But even following an imperfect method, if you just stick with it over time, it's going to get you somewhere. So, consistency is number one, and anything that can help improve consistency is good in my books. I know also that the idea of getting stronger and strength training and lifting heavy can be a little bit daunting or unnerving for some of us. Strength training means Becoming stronger than you are—it doesn't mean becoming half Thor Bjornsson, the mountain, and the strongest person in the world. It just means whatever you can lift today, if you can lift a little bit more next week, and a little bit more the week after that—that's getting stronger. That is strength training. You will certainly not get bulky. You will not get bigger, especially since you're eating in a caloric deficit. You're, you're almost certainly not going to increase the size of your muscles. If you're a beginner and you're very new to training in general, then yeah, there will be some, some muscle gain, but it's not going to be anything significant. If you are more experienced, there's a chance that you might gain some muscle in some places. It's unlikely. And, and on that note too, it's, it's unlikely that you'll actually significantly improve your strength you're probably just going to maintain because remember we're in a deficit the body is depleted of resources so how is it supposed to build strength by not having enough resources it's probably not going to if you're more experienced If you're a beginner, again, there's just different things that are going on. So yeah, you probably will actually increase your strength, which is a good thing. Strength and size are not necessarily correlated. They can be, but not all the time. So remember, we're in a deficit. We're not going to be getting bigger. That's not what's going to happen. The muscles are just going to be getting stronger, or at least they're just going to stay the same. And that's really what we're going for is just keep the muscle, get the fat down. You will, however, start to see some more muscle definition, which is, of course, what the whole point is, right? We're stripping away fat from the body and we're keeping the muscle that's underneath there. Sometimes people get fooled into thinking that as you get leaner you're getting bigger. I look bigger because I'm, you know, leaner. You can see my you can see my muscles now and I don't I don't like that. Well, okay, then maybe you're maybe you've gotten too lean and we need to actually stop the cut there and just sit at a maintenance level and that's fine too. But you're not just going to have huge muscles all of a sudden and it sometimes can appear as if you're bigger than than you actually are. During the first lockdown, I was home at my parents' place and we have a gym in the basement. And during that time, I, there was not a whole lot else to do. So I was training extremely hard. I was working out twice a day. I probably got in the best shape that I had ever been in or that I've ever been in up to now. And towards the end of that lockdown in July or August or whatever it was, when I finally started sharing stuff on Instagram, of course, you know, you take pictures of yourself and videos of yourself doing stuff and people were telling me, wow, like you look huge. You, look, you know, you look really big. Like what have you been doing?" When in actuality I was quite small like I was extremely lean at that time I guess because of the camera certainly adds to this as well but because I looked lean you know you see the muscles more and then it appears as if you're bigger but really I was actually quite light so just to say that sometimes yes the muscle definition might appear that might make your body appear that you're a little bigger on camera especially but in reality your your body is shrinking clothes will fit better clothes will fit differently so Just to kind of squash any beliefs of strength training means huge, bulky, it certainly does not mean that. And since you're eating in a deficit, you will almost certainly not increase the size of your muscles or the size of your body at all. Now, if you think you're in a deficit and you're having extreme strength gains and you are getting bigger, you're not in a deficit just because you think you are, it doesn't mean that you are. You need to take a closer look at really what you're eating and really evaluating it. Because again, we don't make the rules. We can call it whatever we want. You can say that you barely eat, but if you really eat way more than you should, and just because you call it a deficit doesn't make it a deficit. So again, if you're doing things right, you will not be getting bigger. You will not be growing your muscles just to squash that. Don't worry about it. Another thing that I think it's important to just clear up is that I'm not discounting other forms of exercise for weight loss. If you like doing your HIIT classes, if you like doing cardio, if you like doing anything else and you just, you know, for whatever reason, despise strength training, then by all means, like, just do that, please. All of the, all of the same rules of movement and exercise and the things that they're good for, all the intangible benefits are still there, whether you're losing fat, building muscle or whatever else you might be aiming at. Any exercise is a good exercise. Something is always better than nothing. As you get leaner and you get towards your end goal, the amount of calories burned from exercise will start to play a little bit of a larger role as your body is starting to normalize and we need to find new ways to create the deficit because you can't just keep eating less and less and less forever. This is where cardio specifically becomes more applicable because of just the sheer amount of calories you can burn in one session. But overall, it's probably something that you should add in towards the end of your cut and not start off with it because you can't just keep increasing it the same way you can't keep decreasing the amount of food if you start off your fat loss journey and you're doing 10 hours of cardio a week or something crazy you can't you can't keep increasing that you're not going to do 20 hours of cardio a week for example but you can strength train three four hours a week and then slowly over time you add in half hour cardio here and then add another half hour here and it becomes sustainable and it's it's a reasonable amount of exercise that you can actually do So just to say, you know, we always got to walk the, walk the line here and there's so many nuances and what about this? And if this, and if that, and listen, I mean, there's not ever one way to do things. Everyone is different. What works for you might not work for me and might not work for your buddy, but if it works for you, then do it. So we just got to be careful where we're getting into this sort of black and white. There's a huge gray area of all types of possibilities at work. What I'm simply trying to get at here is that Strength training is most likely the most efficient way to get things done in terms of maintaining the muscle that you've worked so hard to build or even if you haven't worked so hard to build it and you're just starting your fitness journey right now, you still have muscle mass and you don't want to lose it. So let's hang on to that as much as we can. And strength training, again, while eating in a caloric deficit is the easiest way or the most efficient way to hold on to that all-important muscle mass. So when you think about your training, whether you're handling your training on your own, whether you're just talking about it with your friends or your parents or whoever, or talking about it with your coach or your trainer, keep in mind what's actually possible to be done. We can't train our fat. No matter which way you want to slice it up, we cannot train our fat. But we can train our muscles. We can get them stronger, we can get them bigger, and they can last longer in terms of muscular endurance. Or we can train our cardiovascular system. Can't train our fat. In terms of our body composition, we can increase or decrease fat. And we can increase or decrease muscle. We can't, there's no transforming. You're, there's no melt this fat and turn it into muscle. It doesn't happen that way. If it would, you know, all trainers and fitness people would have a very easy job, but just not the way it goes. And again, we don't make the rules. So think critically about the way that you're actually approaching your fat loss and how your mindset is in terms of your training around fat loss. Should you be training for strength? Are you killing yourself by thinking about every workout as burning fat and putting a number on the amount of calories and I need to sweat more and I need to do more, and I need to be more out of breath and it's just painful and it sucks and you hate it and you're pushing yourself so hard just to get your workout done and you you forget to enjoy it, right? This is supposed to add to our life. It's not supposed to take away. It's not supposed to be something that we dread and we wake up in the morning and, ah, oh, shit, I got to work out today oh, I can't, I can't eat that dessert because, you know, because I'm trying to lose weight. Okay. You know, there are sacrifices to be made, but it can't be something that is taking away from our life. So when we frame it in a positive light where, Hey, I'm eating in a caloric deficit because I'm trying to lose fat, but I'm getting strong as hell in the gym. Look at my deadlift. Look how much it's increased. Look at my squat. How much it's increased. Look how good my Bulgarian split squats are looking. Look how good my body feels. And we just kind of We take a positive look at all of the things that we're actually building on, it makes the whole fat loss process way easier because it is a difficult thing to do and we don't need to make it harder than it already is. So, if you've been struggling a little bit to lose weight and just the thought of workouts and fat burning this has been really weighing you down, as I know it has been for many of us, try reframing your training in terms of building strength. And if you want to make it real simple, Pick a couple exercises, maybe maybe even just two exercises, one lower body exercise, one upper body exercise. They can be whatever you want and make those the focus of your entire training. Your goal is to get stronger at those two exercises. You want to pick a squat and a chest press. Fantastic. Do those things, get stronger at those and let your training support that all while eating in a caloric deficit. And you tell me if that's not more fun and gets you jacked up to go to the gym and see yourself getting stronger every day while losing body fat. I almost promise you that it will that it will certainly be a much easier and much more enjoyable process. So I hope that that really helps you. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Daniel Yoris is my Instagram handle. It's the best place to reach me right now. Happy to chat with you. Happy to clear up any misconceptions you may have as always, and really just pass this message along because I think that this is an important one and something that is often not talked about because it almost doesn't matter except it matters because we use incorrect language and we frame things incorrectly so let's just call it like it is let's be honest let's be helpful and we'll all get to where we're going together if you haven't had a chance yet i'd greatly appreciate if you were able to leave a rating and review on itunes goes a long way in getting the show out there just getting it out to more people so that ultimately we can help more people I appreciate your attention as always. Thank you for listening today. Stay strong, train hard, and I'll see you soon.